Welcome to The Artist Notepad, where we explore artistry, we talk life, and we talk smiling when your ankles are broken. I'm David. And I'm Jack. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode, Tan Artistry with Mick96. Today, we're going to be chatting with Mick about her journey as a singer-songwriter and what she's got in store for us in the future. But before we jump to our interview with Mick, David, how are you doing? Jackie, my boy, I'm having a fantastic week once again. Um, My holidays have ended, sadly, but my AIM career is coming to a close. So, Mm. praise God. Praise God. I thought in careers they normally pay you. Yeah, it's not really like that at AIM. Hey, you pay them an absurd amount of money and um, you're in debt for a while, but they give you (laughs) education, so... That's a plus, I think, and yeah. you make connections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what they that's what they tell you. Yep. And um, the the <laughs> listeners right now can't can't see my background on the Zoom call right now, but last week I had the world's greatest um, egg sandwich. Mm. I just wanted to tell that as part of my story. So, yeah, I'm glad you did, man. I'm actually yeah, re- I'm really glad it. you did. The crusts are cut off. Oh, so it's just a were you one of those kids? Like, of, did you when you were younger? Did did your whoever made your sandwiches cut your crust off? No, nah, like, yeah, no, nah, we, like, we didn't get that kind of love. Yeah, growing neither. up, I always <laughs> liked the crust. You know, I always felt because I was a hungry boy at school, right? And I always felt like without the crust, like you'd, yeah. you'd struggle to fill up. You know, well, what'd you get for your what sandwich did you did your mum make you when you went to school? I I got that? maybe five different options that cycled um every now and then i'd be lucky and we'd have like meat or sausages like the night before and then i'd get like a yeah. a sandwich a bit of a gourmet sandwich with leftovers but generally it was you know ham cheese um jam like the the huge nothing nothing too ham, exciting cheese uh, and jam not together that's a weird mix bro <laughs> who does that not together not at once oh, okay Anyways, how are you how are you doing before we keep talking about sandwiches? I'm not too bad, man. It was actually really <clears throat> I need to get a little um I need to get a little like jingle for my weather report each week, like boom, 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 Jack's weather report. And then it just goes like and then I just yeah. tell people how the weather was today. Even though it's not even the day that they listen to it because it's a podcast. Yeah. But, um, they would want to know what, what what the weather was like four days ago. So yeah, exactly, exactly. Because yeah. they they wouldn't know. Um, so it was good today. It was nice. It was sunny. It was warm. Went for a walk. I'm I'm coming back for a bit of a hamstring um, tear. So Ooh. I I'm sort of like why you working do that? with that? I don't know. I just felt like it. Hey, <laughs> but um, at the moment I'm just working with that and trying Dang. to um get that back up to speed, full fitness. So. I was doing a bit of like walking and then I go for a, you know, in the oval where it's like a hundred meters on the sides and like what, 25 on the, on the ends. Right. So I'd walk the ends, then run the the length and then I walk the end and run the length. And I did that a few times and it's, yeah. it's holding up all right. So yeah, I thought that people might want to hear about the condition of my hamstring and, <laughs> and it's, it's getting better. So, Hey, praise God. That's great. That's great. Hey, if you're going to talk about your sandwich, (laughs) then I'm allowed to talk about my actual health. Okay. Hey, this was a mean sandwich, bro. This was like, this was really good. Like, because my expectations were so low, when I took a bite into this sandwich, it was just, um, 
you know you're having good food when you when you have a bite of the food and you just start giggling like stupidly to yourself like like (laughs) you know what i mean no okay maybe not maybe that's just me i just anyways (laughs) (laughs) this has been a very uh interesting start to the podcast but it's um, always fun here yep high energy i suppose that's a way to put it um enthusiasm and let's hope that our enthusiasm continues when we actually finally bring our guest today. So, <laughs> yeah. David, do you want to welcome um, Mick oh, onto the show? I would love to, Jack. I would love to. Mick96, a.k.a. Michaela Grob, is a Sydney-based singer-songwriter, producer, multi-instrumentalist, and a skater. Today, we have the privilege to sit down and talk to Michaela about her artistry and unpack the artist behind the art. Please welcome to the show, Michaela Grob. Thank you very much for that intro. Um, Come on, you need to match our enthusiasm. We just talked for five minutes about a sandwich. (laughs) I'm looking at the sandwich now. It's pretty hectic. Um, I just realized as well, for for those who... um, aren't in this call which is pretty much everyone listening i picked a movie to play in the background which you can do on zoom and i picked a movie with ryan gosling in it which was a really not yeah. good movie because now i just look hideous like compared to this specimen Whoa. behind me so i'd say that sandwich is better looking than ryan gosling <laughs> yeah this sandwich is handsome that's nuts all right well anyway we should probably start talking about you mick given oh, we got please, you please let's talk about me <laughs> Um, I guess like I've been I waiting all this probably, time. <laughs> I'd rather talk about sandwiches, but let's <laughs> let's do it. So let's talk about your musical background. How did you oh, yeah. sort of it, it, yeah? How'd you get into it to start off with? Was it sort of like a um, in school you started learning an instrument and like hey I'm yeah. I actually like this and I'm pretty good or was it was it something wild? What was it? Um, yeah. Look, I'm not going to wow the audience here, but yeah. <laughs> I'll go with option A. Uh, yeah, like when I was seven, I was just told to, to be in the band, you know, like the school concert band mm. where where swag is born. Um, Obviously. Told, yeah. That's um, where it all starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I started playing the trumpet and played the trumpet kind of all through primary school and then high school. Um, left mm. high school. Sorry, grad- graduated high school. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you just uh, left one day. You're like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah. You know, I today's the day. I've had enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I got myself a like a Mac laptop and started and got um, Logic on it. And then kind of from there, took me, I don't know, a couple of years to like get a bit of confidence in production before I started fully releasing stuff. Um, mm. I did mm. a bit of singing before that. So I sang on a few like featured tracks for like producers from I think it was there was one from Sydney and one from uh, I want to say London I can't remember mm. I was seventeen <laughs> um, <laughs> right. yeah and the funniest thing was uh, he was the first one that I sang on got added to one of those um, you know like majestic casual it was it was one of those like it was like this song is sick so that was pretty cool. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit, this, this is it I'm for me. famous. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the funniest thing was though, he'd like do um, like DJ sets in clubs and I was 17, I couldn't even go to them. 
So all my <laughs> friends were also 18 as well. So like they're all going to these places and then I don't even get to go. So it was kind of, you know, <laughs> oh, no. a bit of a bummer. But anyway, yeah. and that's, that's... So what was that like for your first, uh, one of your first endeavors sort of doing quite well? Was it a boost or was it a bit scary? Um, oh, not going to lie. My ego was just... <laughs> <laughs> on the right <laughs> yeah I don't know it was yeah it was cool but it was kind of like it wasn't my own like it was something that someone had written for me to sing like I didn't even write mm. the um melody or anything like that I just kind of sang it um mm. yeah and it wasn't until like mm. a year or two after that I started like actually being able to produce something that wasn't you know that was half, half decent and that's kind of when I started, yeah, really releasing music properly and like thinking about it <laughs> rather than just like, oh my God. <laughs> that's, so yeah. you were 18 when you started putting your own stuff out? Like, yeah, 18, 19. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I'd like, obviously, since I was seven, so there was a significant amount of time that I've just been playing music. So I had a pretty good understanding of, um, I don't know, chord structure and stuff like that. Mm. Um, then started, my parents had a, like a, a pianola, like madly out of tune, but had like, I started looking at the keyboard and started, sorry, the piano and Mm. like started playing all these chords and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. The first song I learned was, um, a poor Kelly, the, what's the like super fun, uh, from little things, big things grow. It's an annoying song. It goes on for like eight minutes. (laughs) So I learned that on piano and it's a. It's a guitar song, so anyway, yeah. Right. So when when did the actual writing start? Obviously, like you didn't start producing until a bit later, but were you yeah. sort of dabbling in writing before that? I mean, like everyone says, oh, I wrote songs when I like started writing songs when I was like eight and like, you know, and it's like, <laughs> did you really? Like, <laughs> I really want to listen to those. But like, yeah, it was the same kind of thing. Like you just, I don't know, you think it's awesome like seeing all these like cool, like yeah. When I think the biggest thing I noticed was – hearing like songs and that had been produced by people that were the same age as me and I was like Mm. wow what have you been doing with your time versus like (laughs) (laughs) here I am like (laughs) just like smacking away at chords on my parents piano thinking like oh one day this is gonna work for me yeah yeah um yeah so because I guess I was writing songs for a while but it was only really like uh David, you were talking about AIM earlier. It was only really yeah. when I started going there that I like really um, – because I did a uh, – I actually just graduated from <laughs> my degree. Congratulations. Thank you very, thank you very much. Um, yeah, it was only really until then because I started doing composition mm-hmm. that I understood mm-hmm. like the difference between writing a song and writing a decent song or like writing a song <laughs> that's like worth writing, <laughs> if that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that wasn't until I was maybe like 2021. 20, and right. then, yeah, yeah, big mm. journey, I guess. So, how did you have any? Sorry, you go, David. I was just like, I was curious about like how. So, you started with the trumpet, mm-hmm. and then you started playing a bit and dabbling on your parents' piano. And mm-hmm. then, when did, when did singing and like playing the guitar and like other things come come into play before yeah. you you started pr- producing songs and writing um i guess yeah that's a good question actually i always saw singing as like like not something that's just really not that cool um which is mm. probably now that i think about it is just like a stupid um thing because you're think. good at it oh. yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I'm really good at taking compliments too. Anyway. Um, yeah. No, so um, I, I remember in high school. So if you did music from like year 10 to year 12, you had to be in the choir. And I was like, mm. oh, this is just the worst. Like I didn't know. And it was, it was like 7.30 in the morning on a Wednesday. I just like, yeah. still remember that. I, I had something similar yeah. as well. I wanted to be in like a... I used to do musicals back in the day and I wanted to be in a particular production. Yeah, yeah. But I wanted to like it was my it was one of my last ones and I wanted to get like a like a pretty decent role or like yeah. one of the leads. And yeah. I was like, you have to be in the choir to get picture. Oh, and I'm just like, like What oh. is that? Oh it's <laughs> horrible. Yeah. And as soon as I got the role that I wanted, I left that same day. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's like blackmail. That's straight up blackmail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it sucks. Like at that at that time in the morning, it's like the worst time yeah. to be singing. Exactly. And, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and they always like no one could sing very high and so like even mm-hmm. i didn't have that high of a voice but because i was a little bit high they would put me in like the because they have like tenor one and tenor two which yeah. are like tenor two sings higher so yeah. they put me in that and like at eight o'clock in the morning i'm singing like at the Almost top of my register for yeah. the, and it's yeah. just like oh i know yeah sucks 100 <laughs> trauma trauma the thing is as well though like trying to sing choir music is hard like unless you mm. have like perfect pitch or like you've sung heaps and like read music and sung like it's really yeah. hard especially if like yeah it's divided into like baritone tenor one tenor two then alto one and two and then soprano mm. one and two it's like you're hearing all these different things and you're yeah, like yeah, how yeah. do these people do for anyway, sure. yeah so that was uncool. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. And then I don't know. I honestly like now that I think about it, I don't really under, like know when the birth of that was when I started singing um, mm. for like pleasure rather than <laughs> being mm. blackmailed into doing it. <laughs> I mean, that's the, that's the biggest thing. Like I used to, this is like way off track, but I used to be a swimming yeah. teacher and the biggest, yes. <laughs> hang on, we'll come, we'll come around full circle. Um, yes, please, yeah. we love stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I don't mind it's if we don't come around full circle. Let's <laughs> yeah. just like This sweet. is going in a good direction. Yeah. So like teaching kids to swim, like again, is like who wants to go swimming at like, like eight o'clock in the morning on yeah. like a Saturday morning where you're like meant to be like, you know, like watching, I don't know. Cartoons. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Kim Possible or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, the biggest thing though was like the kids that like hated being there were just like the worst at it. And it's the mm. same thing goes for like like being in the choir, like people that just did not want to be there but were forced to just like absolutely hated it. So it wasn't until like after I'd left school and like I could start writing my own songs or like, you know, picking up a guitar and playing a few chords or same with the piano and then mm. singing along that it was like actually fun to do. Mm. And so it was kind of from there. Um that I could then, you know, like write songs, I suppose, and put them into my laptop because, yeah, I had that as well. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's an interesting, um, <clears throat> interesting thing you just touched on there. Is like, so what what kind of process is it for you when it comes to writing? Because you do the production as well. Yeah, does it sort of change around depending on the track, or like, do you? One thing that I've when I have like made music along the sort of uh, genre space that you're making in the past like that kind of music i tend to work on the acoustic instrument first and then transfer it into um like a a daw what what kind of process is it for you because you obviously have acoustic elements within your music as well as some more um 
synthetic, synthetic yeah. elements yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. That's a good, that's funny you ask that now because I've actually just completely reversed the way that I would write a song. Mm. So it used mm. to be when I was like still kind of learning logic, which was a few years ago, um, it was more just like, that sounds cool. I want to try and like emulate that. So like, okay. I think like, I don't know, I can't, I can't even like pinpoint a song, but so songs would start with me trying to find a similar synth sound to something that I'd heard that day and then just kind right. of creating a song around that rather than like, not like copying the same chords of the song or whatever. It was more like finding mm. this cool sound and then it would kind of just blossom from there, which I suppose yeah. like now that I think about it, like trying to write a song is like, I really want that back, but I've kind of reversed the way that I write songs now where I like will just pick up my guitar or like pick up, like start playing the piano or something and then just really f try and force out a song before I um, put it in to Logic, mm. which, yeah, honestly, I don't think is the most productive way, but it's kind of just like a writing exercise I'm doing at the moment. Um, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So... Just to clarify, like in the past, you used to find sort of like a sound that yeah. was interesting to you yeah. and then that would inspire an idea. A hundred percent. Yeah. I didn't really mm. like to start with an idea and then go from there. I, I, just, I don't know. I just kind of find that, wow. found that hard. Um, I'd prefer to just start building something and then write a song or the song just kind of writes itself as I went along. Um, mm. Yeah. Which is kind of an odd way <laughs> to... <laughs> Um, yeah, because people would say some people would say that's more difficult for them. Yeah, or like but to each their own, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's kind of become more difficult to me now though because I have reversed the way that I've done it. So the three songs that I have out as Mick ninety six were all kind of written the opposite way. So all this music that I made like mm -hmm. a while ago under like yeah. a completely different name or whatever was just kind of all stuff that I found in Logic that I thought would be really cool and sound cool or whatever. But now I've come to the point where there's not really much else that I want to explore in Logic, if that, if mm. that makes sense. Like yeah, I'm kind of at yeah. the point where like I can make sort of whatever I want, but so it's not as exciting anymore. Um, yeah. So yeah. in a different way. So I'm now I'm just kind of writing a song and then using skills that I already have to then bring that song to life. So those three songs that I have out at the moment were all kind of born from playing guitar that I, now that I think about it, except for, yeah, I have a song called season finale that's out, which I just kind of found this cool chord progression and then built the song that way. Whereas company yeah. and water me were both written on guitar first before I did anything else. I just wrote the song first and then, yeah. Mm. So with tracking back to like the acoustic elements of those songs, that's how it started. So I just have like a little baby Taylor guitar that's like three quarters, which is really, yeah. really nice to play because it's just like accessible yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I have it here. It's mahogany wood. It smells really nice. <laughs> nice. Um, Every morning you just yeah. wake up. And you oh, it's that kind of day. <laughs> um, yeah. So those, so yeah. those songs started on that. <clears throat> so I wrote the entire song and then kind of wanted to record um, that. So I would kind of rec uh, record me singing with the guitar as the whole track and then go back and like go over everything. Mm. So I'd re-record the guitars like in stereo rather than mono or like I'd go to add some like backing harmonies and things like that. And then 
add more electronic elements um, each to their own though because Water Me mm. is like way more electronic than company is. But yeah. Do you, does the recording process happen at home? Yeah. So it happens. Awesome. Um, I, I've just moved, but this is a new this is a new space that I'm in. But Water Me, I actually recorded on my parents' dining room table. Um, <laughs> yeah. That was when I, um, yeah, I broke my ankle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like. Do you want to, maybe, let's, let's, <laughs> oh, go, into no. let's go into that. Let's go right into now. that. I love, I love, oh, I want to yeah. unpack this. This is my favorite topic. I was on, oh, yeah. I was on the um, tan research um, yeah. that we always do for artists. And yeah, man. I found an article that shares that you An wrote the article? song yeah oh really yeah, i found the article goodness me man my research the Sydney morning have Herald? Like, is that it yeah, yeah 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 have you heard of um have you heard of time magazine yeah no yeah. it rings a bell <laughs> it was just like a front page in that or something yeah like nothing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but can you can you share with us that that, that story. Yeah, <laughs> loved, that I just down? absolutely love to. I share this with like literally everyone that I meet. So <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Like I think it's <laughs> ridiculous. Um, so yeah. uh, last year, um, around about April, I think it was, yeah, it was the 20th of April, but <laughs> what dates are just dates. Anyway, um, <laughs> I just finished soccer training with um, a bunch of my friends and we were kind of going through this phase of like, we're like, yeah, let's be skaters. Like, this is like, this is cool as. Um, I'd like skated like quite a bit, like just because I have two brothers and it's just, I don't know, apparently it's just what mm. like teenage boys do. Brothers yeah, do. yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, so I like wasn't bad, but I wasn't good. Um, if that, that's a simple way to put it. Anyway, we went, mm-hmm. so after training, um, we went, it was like 9.30, 10 at night. We were at... Um, uh, like this brand new skate park that we wanted to try out right. that didn't have any lights, which was like the first red flag. Um, <laughs> ignored it. <laughs> ignored it. And we decided cool, we'd, cool. we'd well, like continue skating, even though like we just trained. So we're like, oh, and, like my body was like quite tired. But, you know, yeah, brand yeah. new skate park, it was sick. Like, you know, um, yeah. I was in a bowl, like going round and round. <laughs> A little bit, you know, just trying my luck a little bit further. Um, sure. And so I tried on the, the last time I went around, um, I tried to flick up my board. This is hard to explain without like using my uh, hands. Show, show, us your, show us with your fingers. <laughs> show us, uh, how about I show you with my tech deck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I was going... <laughs> I was going round and round and I tried to um, like skip the board up so I could completely turn the front no, the, the front of it. And my foot uh-huh. slipped off and like just gripped really well to this brand new concrete because it was a new skate park, if you were, uh, if you were listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I don't really like, I don't know if it's just my, my brain that's blocked this out, but I don't really understand. Like physically, I don't understand how this could have happened. Like it was just like, <laughs> I fell like 10 centimeters and was going yeah. like not fast at all. Anyway, so yeah. my foot just gripped really well to the concrete and I fell over and just like landed sitting down. And like, mm. I didn't really realize what had happened until I obviously looked at my ankle. This is the like oh, the no. most anticlimactic ankle oh. break of all time. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Ten <laughs> Like you landed sitting down. It wasn't a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, so I looked at my ankle and like it was at a complete right angle, like the opposite way. So it completely dislocated. 
And that's when I was like, and this is, this is really gross. But like the first thing I thought of was like, I tried to grab it and like put it back. Like that was like, I was in shock. Like I was, I was like, that should not be there like that. Did the pain like hit you when you saw it or like, did it take a couple minutes? It it took a little while because the first thing I was worried about because of what it like looked like, like I didn't realize it hurt. I like yeah. try it's this is uh-huh. this is all it's all coming back to me now. Um, I remember <laughs> oh, no. like I tried to stand up as well and I was like, hang on, that's just not how this works. Like <laughs> I was I was just in like complete shock. And so like there was like yeah. six of my friends around as well. And there's this oh, someone cool. was like sitting on the bowl like above me, like where I um went and I just like I started just like screaming. I was like, what like just like profanity yeah, yeah, after yeah. profanity, just like, <laughs> oh my God, something's going wrong. Um Yeah. And I was like, and they were like, what, what, what? And I was like, look at my ankle, like look at my foot. This is not right. And, like, and like everyone because there's no there's no lights. Everyone with their iPhone torches are like trying to like sh- like shuffle around Shine trying to find you, this yeah. thing. Yeah. And this the girl that was sitting like above me just like kind of slid down the bowl and was like okay, <laughs> let's handle this. Anyway, so someone calls the ambulance and then the ambulance was like, oh, do you need like rescue? And I was like, no, I don't want a helicopter coming here. Like this is, <laughs> this is not a big deal. Anyway, but because I was in a bowl, like obviously paramedics can't like, you know, take you out mm-hmm. or whatever. That's not their job. Because oh, they're not skaters, right? Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so It'd two ambulances. It'd be sick if they were though. It'd be yeah, cool yeah, if yeah. they like skated down <laughs> yeah. the bowl and then <laughs> went back up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so like two fire engines turned up, two ambulances and like one cop car. Wow. Because it was like late at night and there were no lights or anything and like mm. I, was, I was yelling a bit. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty intense. <laughs> Um, were you screaming profanities until the cops came? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And then I was like, oh my God, hey guys. Oh, nice. Like, how's it going? <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. You guys can go. I'm fine. Um, yeah. And they gave me like, you know, uh, like the green whistle and stuff. And it was pretty, it's pretty hectic. Um, yeah. So like flash forward now, I, wait, no, sorry, flash forward like two days later when I, I had surgery on it, I got six screws put in and two plates yeah. because I broke it in six places. And that wasn't even like the worst of it. Like the worst part was that I dislocated it. So I had no like tendons left. Tendons? Is that how you say that? Tendons? Your Achilles. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Yeah, that one. So like they're all like gone (laughs) and there was just like, anyway, it was pretty, pretty From that experience sprouted a beautiful song mm. yeah. called Water Me. Yeah. It's got absolutely nothing to do with me breaking my ankle as well. <laughs> yeah. But it was a good story. It was a good yeah, story though. Yeah. We needed to so hear it. <laughs> let's, let's talk about the song now. Yeah. Because yeah, we, cool. we've, we've been it's talking a for a while and we've managed yeah. to avoid your music mostly. This is perfect. So <laughs> let's, let's, let's finally talk Great. about it. Um, yeah. So it's interesting. You chose to call this a single, um, an SP um, three tracks, you, you maxed out the, the single play yeah, category. Yeah. Mm. Um, mm. I, I'm sure there's many people out there who don't know that a single can be more than one song, let alone um, That's three. nuts, yeah. Oh, EPs yeah, like, yeah, have yeah. been Bogles heard to be three tracks as well. So yeah. where, where did that decision come from to, to make it a single? To make Water Me a single? The, the, or whole, like to make the whole the project, three, project yeah. Three tracks. Yeah. Look, I think you know more than me at this point. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> look, to be completely honest, they were just three songs that I thought were cool. Okay. And um, I kind of just wanted a body of work that was out 
that people could kind of gauge mm. what my production level was and what like my songwriting mm. was and like, you know, all these different things because um, when I kind of released the first song out of those three season finale, I wanted, yeah. I, st- I st- like st- kind of got really on the train for people like like emailing like labels and things like that being like hello this is mm. me this is this is the song that's like kind of mm. like a benchmark for what i can do like <laughs> please talk to me <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah um, which is like i don't know the most annoy like frustrating thing to do yeah. like i just hate the business side of music and i was like for sure mm. up until that point all my kind of music at that point was just i don't know just didn't quite represent what I thought was my level of like production skill more than mm. anything. Right, right. So I where was, was your to, music my at that point? Where, where, where was your music before it went on to the streaming services? Yeah. So I had we'll a check few. Check it at the SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't do your research. <laughs> yeah, no, uh-huh. SoundCloud. Yeah, the biggest. So I don't know. I'd say like my biggest successes with my music, if that's I don't know, it's kind of a silly gauge point, but um, I did heaps of remixes. So I did a few like remixes for um, Triple J Unearthed. And for some reason they were just like quite successful. And like, so like they had these, um, so the first one was a Hermitude remix competition, which Mm. um, I did and I was like a finalist in. So I was like one of five people, which was pretty cool. But like now that I think about it, like I really needed to (laughs) – I had no idea about mixing or anything like that. So like listening to that remix is like painful right now. Anyway. Right. And so like then the next one was a Lord remix competition as well, which Lord was a judge of as well. And I was a finalist in that. So I was like, wow, wow. this is, this is, yeah, this is it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm and a so, millionaire. I'm exactly. famous. Yeah. yeah. That's the one. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and so it's mostly that that I was kind of hyped around. But I did make – I have an EP that's out but I've kind of taken down because um, I feel it doesn't quite represent, like, you know, what I want people to see me as, um, which is, you know, can be quite yeah. a harmful thing as well. Like mm. it's kind of you need to learn to, I suppose, grow from what you've made in the past or whatever. But – that's so coming back, like these three songs that I have out, sorry, this the SP that I have out, um, yeah. that's what I want people to know me as now. Like, I you know. feel like, I feel like it's, it has a really good balance because you start with the more laid back, um, stripped back, like um, acoustic, yeah, bulky, like mm. with a bit of electric guitar and layered vocals to start. Mm. And then you go to like Water Me and then to go like just amp yeah. up like the the energy and the the power of like of the whole project and then go back to chill but yeah i feel like it's really it's really balanced nicely so yeah well thank done you. well thank done michaela much. thank yeah, you yeah i mean yeah, that was I, kind of yeah I, I know you said that you you're not you're not great on compliments but i just wanted to say <laughs> that um I, I found it really um quite impressive to be honest as a first release um i know you've obviously written stuff before and you release stuff on soundcloud but this is your first official mm. all, all streaming services release it's got a very mm. mature sound because I, I i'm i'd like to ask in a second when i finally stop talking um what genre <laughs> like you identify as if there yeah. is a genre but um for me yeah. like it's quite poppy if it's maybe alternative pop but it's got a very mature like um 
tone for pop, um, a very mature mm. vibe. And so yeah. I just thought it was really impressive as a first release to have what to me sounds like quite an established sound and maybe you'll veer away from that in the future. Maybe you'll go into mm. different sounds. But as as that first landmark release and to try and achieve what you said, which was say, this is me, I, I thought that like, yeah, it's like as a first release, it sounds like it's a very cohesive project, body of work. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you That's very much. Word. That's a really nice thing to say. Um, that's kind of what I wanted it to be as well. Um, when you were, you mentioned genre, right? Yeah. Um, that's like being like the most difficult thing. Like to, I hate genres. Yeah, like I just, too. I hate how like, <laughs> oh, you're an artist. Well, what kind of music do you write? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I just yeah, listen yeah. to it and you make your own. But yeah, pop is like fitting, I'd say. Like I kind of, I went through this phase of like being really into like, just like, I wouldn't say top 40, but like, mm. just like like easy pop songs just because I'm like, wow, I wish I wrote that. Or like, that's amazing. Like maybe I can try mm, and do that. Mm. But at the same time I was like, no, I'm not actually a pop artist. I could be, you know, something else. Like mm. I, if someone asks me what kind of music I make, I usually say like, oh, folk music, but like electronic, if that makes yeah. sense. No, I can, I can see like, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I'd like describe company. Whereas like Water Me is similar as well. But then season finale is just like left of field. Like who knows what <laughs> that is. It, um, it was interesting because the first time when David sent me um, your your music and I listened to it for the first time, there's a section in um, in Water Me and I, I wanted mm. to, I mentioned this to David earlier on because I, I want to yeah. talk about this. I think it's really, really cool. Yeah. Um, it's as you're going into the, the last chorus and you say, when I grow, um, I, the way that you sung that, I was just like, oh, that's kind of like Stella Donnelly, who's an artist who I really like and appreciate. Uh, and then yeah. just like going mm. onto your, your SoundCloud and seeing that you did a cover of Mechanical Bull, which is oh, arguably yeah. my favorite Stella Donnelly digging. song. And oh, I was just yeah. like, oh, so yeah. she knows Stella. So I was going to ask, like, is there yeah. any kind of inspiration there or is she just an artist that you like? I think she's mad. Like she's, I mean, <laughs> no, no, I think she's really cool and she mm. does have a really interesting way of um, – um, writing songs. I was like, funny you say that. I was literally watching a video of her the other day. Um, mm. It was her Tiny Desk um, concert. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she yeah. had a Tiny Desk. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I don't know. I What I really appreciate about her is how she like sings solos. Mm. So like she has this and like I do that like every time I'm like like jamming or something in my room. I'm just like find myself just doing, she describes them as like sad violin solos or something. <laughs> And then she goes on, sings like this mad, like falsetto, like crazy She's things. She's got and I was an like, wow. amazing voice. Yeah, like, she has insane mm. pitch as well. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's what nuts. reminded me of it in in um, in Water Me is there's a sort of like uh, that line that I was mentioning. Um, it mm. sounds like you you've sort of made your voice sound strained, but it's it's a, like a sustained strain if that makes sense sustained strain yeah um it's sustained like strain it's yeah. it sounds almost like it's close to breaking and it's like a difficult note to put out but it just like it just hangs and it's just really nice and it, it reminds me of kind of like stella does that a bit as well and it's stella you know first name basis you know? oh yeah um like <laughs> oh, <laughs> it reminds me of like yeah the way that stella donnelly like sings I, i'm trying to think of a particular track where she would do it i think probably um Boys will be boys. I think she does it in that track. Like At that, yeah. She, she yeah, hits some notes too. where it sounds like her voice is about to break, and then it just like yeah, it's just like it clean. doesn't yeah. yeah. And it's I think yeah. I was just gonna say like, is that something that you you've worked on like your um, control over <laughs> your tone? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> absolutely it just not. Comes out naturally. <laughs> 
I mean, like to say, oh yeah, it just comes out naturally. It's just but talent. like, it's kind yeah. of like what, when I'm seeing <laughs> sheer, sheer swag. <laughs> um, no, like it's it's funny you say that because yeah, I, like I wouldn't have realized that unless you'd said something. But um, it's kind of the the way I was trying to convey the end of that song was just like just sheer like struggle. Um, that's mm. kind of what that like chorus drop is it's just like heaps of like frustration mm. or whatever into this and that's what that is and it's like yeah the last line water me so i'll grow it's just like please just like you know yeah yeah i suppose God, that, that's God what i was trying me, to so ask but badly yeah. um, and that's and i suppose like i was when i was listening back to a few of the takes like i remember this i was like well so okay another one we're going left of field um when i re- when i used to record songs i would do i wouldn't record the song all the way through I'd just sing like a verse and be like oh that was all right I'm gonna do it again and so I'd try and get the verse perfect and then stop record again sing the sing the mm. chorus and sing this or whatever but water me was completely different like I would sing that all the way through because I had written it in the way that I was talking about before like so just like playing the guitar like yeah. and just writing the song first and it's a really hard song to play on guitar because I've like I've like re I retuned it and my like fingers were like so sore. And by the end of it, I was like, wow, this is just like I'm so frustrated right now. And I think that's kind of just what happened mm-hmm. <laughs> when I recorded that vocal. And I think I don't know. I feel the amount of like vocals I've recorded and I've just been like, wow, I don't actually feel anything for that vocal. Like you, I don't know. You need to. I need to convey like a bit more emotion on this or whatever. Mm. And I suppose it kind of just all happened <laughs> at the right time for that particular yeah, take in Water I feel me. like like for like in my experience working with a lot of like recording artists, like a lot of the time it just happens like that. And it's normally mm. one of the earlier takes for you. It wasn't. It was like one yeah, of the, like, the later yeah. takes. But often it's just like you're not even really thinking about it and you just sing something in a way that's like so loose and natural that it's not yeah. intentional. And it just comes out in this right. quite artistic way. And sometimes like often actually even if the it's not the best take it's got the most character and it's interesting that like sometimes it's just when you for you it was just sort of you frustrated almost giving up and so it's just like very (laughs) just like and then it just came out and it's just like oh that's the one you know yeah it's kind of funny you say that as well like because I do like when I so I worked in the studio like two years ago or something Anyway, and part of that was I recorded these songs for the guy that owned it. He was like trying to record this like triple album or something and I did heaps of like singing or whatever and I just like distinctly remember mm. because I don't really record much of my music in studios because I just really don't like studios. Mm. Um, another story. Anyway, um, so like I remember doing like 50 takes of like one thing or something like that and just being like this is so dumb like I'm, I'm not in the moment at all or whatever like that and then he'll just like in the like the monitor he'll be like you know that was that was the take that was the take and I was like mm. what are you hearing mm. so like obviously that could be you know I don't know cut and pasted onto like any song that you yeah. hear like maybe I don't know if it's people perceive them things differently yeah what's well, interesting because when you are a bedroom artist and like, and you are a bedroom artist, and that's something that I think we should talk about a little bit is like, you don't have that second opinion there. And sometimes yeah. it takes someone to be like, nah, like this is really good or that's the, the opposite. Yeah. Like yeah. this is really trash. Cause I know in the past that I would have done something, <laughs> even like in mixing, I would have done a mix by the end of the day. And I was like, okay, this is the one send it through yeah. to the artist. Yeah. And then I go to bed, wake up the next morning. And then I listen to the mix and I'm just like, 
Uh, this wasn't the mix, sorry. Like, sent you the wrong yeah. one. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I feel that so much. Yeah. You're like, what was I thinking? Yeah. Some, like, some things yeah. just sound really good in the moment, but you actually need a bit of an exterior perspective or someone uh, a little bit removed to be able to yeah. give you a more objective um, opinion mm. on just that. Just like fresh ears as well. Exactly. Like if, yeah. yeah. There's yeah. this really famous story. I, I don't think I've told it on the podcast before, but. Um, Basically, Michael Jackson was with his mixing engineer working on Thriller. Right. And yeah, yeah, they were yeah. up to like their 50th mix, right? Their 50th yeah, version yeah. of the mix. Oh my God. And <laughs> they just kept like going back and back and back. And then, mm. oh, what's his name? The guy who was like the head of Motown. Bruce, Bruce. Oh, no. I, thought he was with I was going to say Phil engineer. Spector, but definitely not that. <laughs> um, I don't know. Looks like David Anyway, he came in <laughs> and he was listening to it and they were like, what do you think? And then, like, before it didn't even finish, it was just, like, go back to, like, the first mix. And they listened yeah. to the first one. It wasn't the best. They listened to the second one, and it was way better than, like, the 50th or yeah, whatever. Yeah. 50th, and yeah. it's just, like, sometimes you just – the little imperfections add character to things. And, yeah. like, if you're trying, like, by yourself and you're just in a room locked with your sound, it can just – you just mm. become numb. Your ears become tired and dead. And, um yeah, like I, I definitely like I, I'm someone who these days any work that I do in the artist, I like to be with just them or if I'm doing it by myself, I like to be just me. But it is good to have someone there to tell mm. you when you when you've really nailed something or when something's totally trash and yeah. you just don't really realize it. What's your you can kind of sorry, you can you can kind of like approach it. It's funny that like that story. So it's like, would they have thought tact, uh, mix two was good if they hadn't done the extra 48 of them? Mm. Like, mm. would they still have thought the same? So, like, maybe that yeah. does, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Um, but I, I was just going to ask, um, as a bedroom artist, like, how do you find that experience for you? Um, is it is it very is it very peaceful for you? Do you get frustrated? Do you sometimes like miss collaboration or? Um, like you said that you, you know, back in the choir days when you'd be shoulder rubbing shoulders with fellow musos, do you ever mm. miss like days where, or with, with the other producers as a better example, like collaborating with another artist, like what's that, what's yeah. the vibe like for you? That's a good question. I think I really, I really, really like working by myself. Um, mm. Mostly because like I am critical of the way that I will record something. Um, mm. which is a good and bad thing. Mm. Um, but in that, so I've actually just written, like just finished off a song that's going to be like a new single as well. Yeah. Um, and the way that like I wrote that and produced it and like finished it all in three days. And mm. so like that's wow. how I know it's weird like because that's how I know it's going to be a good song if I'm like really like yeah. on that train of like wow this is exciting like i want to mm. keep doing this mm. whereas like yeah. if i picked up that if i'd wrote written like half of that and then picked it up like now like i finished the song like two months ago but if i picked that up and started writing it now i'd be like well this is crap because like you know i'm not excited by it anymore yeah 100 um, i'm totally so i, I find totally yeah that. yeah and it's kind of like the same as like with recording a song as well so like if i've written a song and i'm going to be like right i'm going to record this it's kind of lost its spark if I've written the song like more than a few months ago because mm. it's just I don't know. Mm. It's really really annoying. <laughs> do you tend to <laughs> write? Yeah. Do you tend to write tracks um, 
like quite close together as well? Do like do yeah. you have a similar thing with like remove the post production or the like recording process? Like for you, if you try to come back and finish writing a song, is that the same experience of like yeah, you just it's yeah. just like awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not going to be a good song unless I finish it within like a week, which mm. is like a, a probably not a good thing to like put strain on you know my my writing process or whatever. But um, actually funny that David's here. Sorry, I forgot you were here for a second. Um, I'm here. I'm the song, here. so, so um, <laughs> this year before COVID happened, David and I were in like an ensemble at, sco- at yeah, school yeah. <laughs> at uni together. And <laughs> the, song that we re- <laughs> the song that we recorded was something I'd written like two years ago and I don't think I'd ever get around mm. to like properly finishing it unless someone else was involved, mm. which is like, mm. I've never really tried, like I don't really like other people producing my music, if that makes mm. sense. And mm. I think that's kind of like, that's more of an internal thing. Whereas like I, I, I have this judgment where if like, because I'm a girl, if like, um, like someone else has produced my song, I like, I'm not fully satisfied that by that. So I'll be like, Interesting. I'll yeah. think people, everyone else will think, oh, she obviously didn't write the song. She just kind of, you know, got right. someone yeah, to, yeah. you know, do this kind of thing. And I think that's like, that's a very internal thing for me. Like it's not, I think it's a very it's not, real thing. Like yeah, I, I've had this it's, discussion it's a with a lot of people actually, cases. because I think that um, it's kind of painted that way by um, like the mainstream pop industry. Like it is yeah. that way for, but then again, it's not just mm. female artists. It's just that there's more female pop artists, I think, but yeah. with pretty much yeah. every single artist in pop, there's, like a billion writers on the tracks. And so yeah. the, the artists themselves, like it, it kind of makes you put artists in quotation marks because really they're yeah. just the the face that gets slapped on the album. Yeah. Um, the most like annoying thing that happens is like sometimes I'll get emails from, I don't know, like labels or like people in radio or something. Kanye like, West. Oh my God. Yeah. Sometimes Kanye will email. Yep. Um, hate it's quite that. frustrating. Yeah. Always spammed. <laughs> get off my line, Kanye. Far <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> Anyway, and like sometimes they'd be like, "Oh, who's your producer?" And I'm like, "Like fuck off!" Like seriously, yeah. <laughs> like, no, I, I get that. Are you serious? That. Like I'm not gonna have a conversation with you anymore. Like I mean, obviously I will. Mm. <laughs> I'm not I'm gonna throw away an opportunity <laughs> like that. But yeah. No, it's, it's but like, interesting. It's yeah. interesting because like you're talking about sort of the reverse of the conversation that I've had with other people. Um, mm. And normally I keep this conversation very private because I'm worried it will get misinterpreted. But hey, let me just talk same. about it on a podcast. Yeah, no, same. And let me just say this. Is that sometimes <laughs> I feel like um, certain female artists who can produce get put on a pedestal because they think that female artists can't produce. So it's like this yeah. reverse sexism yeah. kind of thing where it's, it's just like, yeah. oh my gosh, she produces hey. her own mm. music. Wow. I find it's the same thing with like young artists as well. Like, mm, yeah. I don't know, the be- the first thing they'll be like, oh, 16-year-old beat maker. Mm, and it's like, who right. cares how old he is or her or she is? Wow, yeah. look at me. I'm just, you know, mm. um, what are this prejudice? <laughs> um, yeah. And it's like, who cares? Like, it's if a good song's a good song, like, doesn't matter if mm. it's written by like a like seven-year-old or a 16-year-old, like it's still, yeah, it's weird. But like at the same time, I'm like, oh my God, they're 16 and they did this. Yeah, I'm sure. like, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it for me like yeah. I get the age thing because it's just like to these days, because like it's one mm. thing being able to write a song with a guitar or with a piano and stuff. It's another thing like producing at that age because it's just like yeah. most kids yeah. never get into that stuff. They don't even know what it is yeah. till later on. I was like but, playing Sims yeah. like when I was 15 or something. Like, <laughs> there's just other things going well, we on. We had a guest on like that 
who oh, yeah. we just the whole time were kind of like, bro, you were so young when you did we this. We were just but, like, like, no, you're lying. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you're lying. He, like, it's funny <laughs> that you were saying that. Like, um, oh yeah, you wrote a song when you were seven. Like you were saying that earlier, Michaela. Mm. But like this, this guy was producing from like nine years old. Yeah, yeah like, that's uh, nuts. Yeah. Shout out to episode fifteen, Zion Garcia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All Zion right. Garcia. Zion Garcia. But huh. yeah, yeah, um, I like when it just comes to like women being producers. It's like that's great, but mm. like I, I almost find it just as sexist to be like, oh, it's a female producer, yeah. than to, yeah. to be like, yeah. oh, well, she wow. can't be a producer because so she's rare. a woman. It's, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like. There's, yeah. They're out there. Like, it's not yeah. like this yeah. crazy yeah. thing. We haven't seen this before. Diversity. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's good. It's good it's funny. that they're promoting it. Um, it does. And you know what? Like, it's like, it's, I kind of, this is like always like looping around in my head. It's the same with like these remix things. I'm like, did they choose my song because I'm a girl that produces music or did they choose it because they actually like it? And, right. or like, you know, yeah, I'm like, did they just need, perspective, yeah. like the artist like, perspective. Yeah, like each of them, like each, because it's Triple J though, like they're just, ugh. Um, <laughs> so like commercial and like, anyway, mm. there's like a formula to everything where we're like, where for the people? Anyway, sorry. <laughs> but like there was the thing, like each of the each of those competitions in the five finalists, there were two girls and three boys, like both of them. And I'm like, is this a coincidence yeah, or right. not? Right. It's the it's same with like, yeah. yeah it's the same with like a lot of, I don't know, different things that aren't really related to music either. Like, are you choosing it for diversity or are you choosing it for the actual product? Like what is, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's definitely a competition. It's probably better to not know as there's, well. There's arguments on both sides. Like you yeah, promote the yeah, yeah. people who maybe aren't doing as well and then get them doing more like better so then it evens out in the future. But then mm. there's also just like now there's – potentially some artists losing out because they're part of that previously dominating uh, demographic who now like are losing opportunities to promote. Um, I'm avoiding the word minority groups, but like I suppose, yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. but but like for me, um, I can see the good in it, but also it's tough for like, I've got some friends who are super talented, but they just don't fit what the radio stations are looking for in terms of their their look or in terms of of like their, even their sexuality. Like it's just, it doesn't line up with certain things. Like there'll be a gender who is singing a genre, which generally isn't sung by that gender. And it's just like, yeah, it's difficult because it's like, these are sort of, great really talented people but at the same time the stations are just picking what they think people want to hear yeah and that's yeah. really like yeah. kind of what they're going to do at the end of the day um yeah. doesn't really matter how much of a community radio station they are you have it's, to get so small before yeah you get complete yeah it's not um, about music at all yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a shame it's, it's a shame it is a shame yeah and i suppose i don't know that's like i hate that side of music like being mm. like a solo artist so like I am really quiet on Instagram at the moment just because, like, I have nothing to post that's, like, worthy or, like, just, like, nothing interesting. And I just mm. absolutely hate posting on my artist Instagram or I hate, like, trying to promote something because it's just, like, I just hate like, – it's just not in me to, like, be, like, you have to listen to right. my music. Like, you'll really like it. I'm just, like, you sure. can listen if you want to. Like, you sure. don't have to. Um, yeah. But it's, there's like, a, there's it's a there cool if side you want of- it. 
there's a, like a, a cool side of being i think some people want that just intimacy with an artist that they listen to yeah. as well yeah so oh like, me too like i do that like, as well yeah 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 so like you putting up the like you making a desk and a chair during this <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. during this Hectic. time and like putting it on your stories and stuff like yeah getting like little glimpses of just ordinary life for sometimes sure it's sure. quite refreshing yeah. they're to just see. like us yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah no i love seeing that as well and like i live yeah. for you know like following i wouldn't say celebrities but like just following yeah. like personalities or whatever online because mm. i'm like oh my god what do you eat for breakfast like i'm <laughs> genuinely interested but yeah. like only very like a finite amount of people that i would be yeah well mm. it's interesting because um, we we touched on the instagram there and it's you've also something that you've managed to I maybe this will be more intentional or less intentional I'm not sure but something you managed to um, develop is a quite a established aesthetic given you have a limited amount of media um, out mm. there you you've got a very consistent aesthetic between your Instagram between um, the music I feel like they're, they're quite interlocked despite one being audio and one being visual and yeah. then of course the music video that you released for the single as well um <laughs> it really all sort of fits together um and has that been a very conscious thing or has that been no, something that's in fact it's no? like so validating that you've just said that i'm like <laughs> oh my god um yeah it's funny you say that yeah because that's the thing i struggle with as well and like i've tried to talk to like pe like marketing people about this as well because i just don't like i hate the idea of like selling myself i'm like i'm selling my music mm. i'm not selling myself mm. Yeah. And to sell music, you have to sell yourself. Um, it's ridiculous unless you're like, I don't know, the avalanches or something where you just don't have, you know, you're just like kind of like anonymous or like Daft Punk. Yeah. But mm. Daft Punk themselves are selling themselves. Yeah, because, yeah. that's yeah. a brand know, as well. Yeah. But they've, they're selling a brand that's not necessarily them. Whereas yeah. like mm. if you can't start out, I don't know, maybe not in Australia, you can't really start out as anonymous. It's like, it's quite difficult, especially with Instagram and things like that. Mm. People mm. want to follow someone. They don't want to follow like, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. Well, I guess there's examples of like, if your talent outweighs like the, the, what do you call it? Or, image. Well, I guess the image, yeah. Like, um, yeah, but Dave, I people don't care about talent. <laughs> <laughs> really? Like your average, maybe like your average true, person. True. Your that average kid person. That sang in Walmart had some mad talent. Like, <laughs> you know the, that wall, you know Mason Ramsey? The kid, was that the guy with the, the cowboy hat? Or yodel, just, the yodeling kid? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, that was yeah. insane. Like there was a yeah. reason that went like, he's very mm, talented mm, singer. I mm. guess, anyway. but <laughs> if it was just for his voice, would that have gone viral? Oh, of course not, no. Yeah, it's and that's it How many like people Woody, can do that? So. Like, yeah. like I, I'm, yeah. I'm obviously exaggerating that no one cares about talent, but I there's mm. a big there's a big factor that um like people care about like the aesthetic or the like the culture surrounding that particular artist or how good looking they are or like mm. all these things that should be completely removed from music, but they're not. And mm. it's just a factor that when you're um, trying to appeal to a mainstream audience, which not every artist has to do, but when you are trying to appeal to a mainstream audience, you have to consider that people who listen to mainstream music, generally music isn't a big like passion for them. It's just something that um, passes time accompany yeah. me yeah accompanies their life or yeah, yeah. just passes time yeah mm. yeah it's quite depressing really when you think <laughs> about it <laughs> it really it, uh, it really isn't great and yeah. i know i know artists who sort of lost hope because 
like they seem to be really talented and they in the within musicians like musicians think they're great but when they try to appeal to a wider audience it's not as successful because they're playing stuff yeah. for for the art and not for the people um for and sure. that you can look back in history and there are times where those two things sort of lined up quite um quite well like between the art and what the people wanted to hear we're sort yeah. of in a stage of music right now where artistic music is i think it's coming a bit more back into being fashionable but i think mm. that generally the sort of music that's fashionable is not the sort of stuff that's like pushing boundaries from an artistic perspective do you know like i think i think lord does that really well um just mm. a right big statement from it anyway um, is that all? You, so got, like, you got anything? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just signing off. <laughs> yeah, so like Lord, when Lord came out with Royals, I was like gobsmacked. Mm, that was mm. nuts. I'd never heard anything like that before. And she made a full album of it and then just like disappeared. Like that was it. Mm. Like she did the whole like tour circuit or whatever. And then her follow-up album was like completely different and it was like stuff I hadn't really heard before. Like I, again, yeah. I haven't heard this but like 100% could get on board because I knew that she had grown as a person. Things had happened to her between releasing her first album and her second album. Obviously, she became like mad famous as well. But I think she did such a, like a really good job of, I don't know, changing her character to suit or it's kind of changing her music to suit her character, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, I agree. And I think she does it really well. And like artists kind of similar to, I can't really honestly right now, can't not think from the top of my head, but like she yeah. has no social media presence when she's working. Like there's nothing. Yeah. Um, really? yeah. yeah. Like she just doesn't post on like anything or she'll like, you know, like like something or like, I don't know. She you doesn't can have tell like in Instagram. her interviews, she's not, she's not there for it. Like she doesn't, Yeah. she doesn't like the publicity side. Yeah, mm. and then, I don't know, you see people that do like that and you're like, wow, <laughs> this mm. is, you know, this is what sells. I honestly cannot think of another artist that does that, but there, I'm sure well, there are plenty. You sort of have to find an artist who got big virally because the sort of artists yeah. that get big through um, big record labels, generally mm. they'll have all that beaten into them already, so they have to be yeah. the full package. Lord, yeah. because she got big so quick, she was able to negotiate how she yeah, was going to Yeah, she act. was the boss. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah. And and you can tell, especially in some of her early interviews, like there's one that I watched, because I, I really liked that album, Pure Heroine, her first album. Mm. I wasn't big on melodrama. There was a couple of good tracks in there, but generally I, I didn't like it as much. But Yeah, um, that's fair. I, I was looking into her interviews and some of them she just came across as so like rude and I was just like, oh, yeah. you've kind of put Is me off you a little bit. But I, yeah. I can tell like I can tell that like thinking back, it was really clear that she just wasn't about the limelight at exactly. all. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think that's mm. why she acted the way she did. She was like, I don't want to be here. I'm here because I have to be here. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Frank mm. Ocean's like that, but he just yeah, doesn't same. do interviews at all. Like he's just, just not about it. And but you have music, to be like, big enough to be able to negotiate Exactly, that. exactly. Mm. And it's like how the, how these people even start. Like Frank Ocean's career was really strange. He was like a mm. producer first. Like he just decided he'd move to like Hollywood or something and then just like yeah. produce, just happened to be in the studio at the right time. Yeah. And then turns Amazing. out he's just like an incredible musician anyway. Mm. So, wow, it all works out. <laughs> well, mm. I think um, before we slowly start to like wrap up, I think uh, I just want to wrap up back into your sp and like i was just wondering if like um but i was just wondering if like um i know you were saying that like the 
producing flex was like a big motive of the project. Um, mm. Was there also like an overall message that you really wanted listeners to kind of um, mm. understand and feel from the from the um, SP as well? Like if you could yeah. explain it through your own words. Yeah. Yeah. Do the tracks have like a commonality between them? And also, mm. um, if you have time, do you, do you mind touching on like how the writing process between the tracks went? Yeah. So did you write them mm. to be a three tracks released in one or did you just yeah. write three tracks and you're just like these are cool i want to release these three tracks <laughs> yeah so yeah. the so the first question the overarching kind of theme is self-growth and it's kind of like mm. self selfish let's just say it's selfish, selfish um yeah. it's not really so this will kind of make sense if i explain the songs so company the first song is obviously about enjoying your own company and kind of like when you're in a relationship you kind of I wouldn't say you're robbed of your own company, but like you're kind of persuaded away from it, which is mm. a really interesting part of being in a relationship or whatever. And so that's like the biggest thing. So um, don't take a part of me. I like my own company. So yeah. Mm. Whereas water me is self growth. And so in the, um, in those lyrics, this kind of like water me, so I'll grow, water me, so I'll grow. But mm the whole like all the verses and things like that, it sounds like I'm talking about another person, but um, in in theory I'm actually just talking about like a past self of me or whatever, like a past mm. past mm. life or something like that. Yeah. And that's kind of like like the last like verse is um, um, maybe I won't find you, maybe you never actually turned up. So like maybe that was just a phase of my personality or a phase of like my life that mm. didn't actually really happen. It was kind of all in my head. So that's, it's weirdly complicated, but, and then yeah, yeah. season finale is just completely different. It's about my um, two friends that it's like the, the birth of their relationship, which was really quite funny. Um, one left another from like a six year relationship or something. And then just wow. started yeah. going out with the next person like a month later. But from the outside, it seemed ridiculous, but from mm. internally, it like made a lot of sense. So, like the reason the word the title season finale came from was we, my friends and I, and these two people that we were going to another friend's farm for a weekend, and we were like, "Wow, this is when they're cool. going to get together." Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. couple couple friends on a farm. <laughs> just going to um, the farm. Yeah, <laughs> um, this weekend they were like, "Yeah, they're going to get get together," and this is it. And so my friend and I just kept calling it, wow, this is the season finale to like the, uh, the right. like episode or whatever. So that's where that came from. So that's wow. kind of, yeah, I don't know if that's kind of, Water Me and Company are definitely like related. Mm. Whereas season finale was just like, wow, this sounds cool. <laughs> like, mm. <laughs> let's put it in. <laughs> Musically, and, I suppose it is a little different from the other two. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so overall, <laughs> And in conclusion, um, mm. I like if I'm completely honest, it was just like, wow, these are three songs that I think are pretty good, pretty well produced. Don't really care if they're not like cohesive in sound. Cohesive, I think yeah. they represent, mm. you know, my skills as a songwriter, producer, singer, guitar player, trumpet. Is there a trumpet? I think in they are quite writer? cohesive. Oh, there is too. Sorry. I think they are quite cohesive as songs. I know yeah. maybe they weren't, weren't written to be cohesive, but mm. I think but it tonally... Works. Yeah, it yeah. does. Like, and 
obviously when they're produced by the same person and written yeah. by the same person and performed by the same person, yeah. they have a lot of commonality. Mm-hmm. They and, all, um, yeah, they all share like similar instrumentation as well, similar mm. like just musicality as well and obviously like similar instruments as I've used a few different things that like they're on each of the songs as well. Like I found yeah. a cool sample pack on like Reddit and was just like, wow, this is cool. I'm going to use this and then kind of used yeah. like a, a kick from each in each of those songs it's like you know the mm. same or like you know like a random mm. loop or something that appears in each of the songs which i think is pretty cool now they think yeah about it, it creates that um, um what, what am i looking a for motif no it's kind of like a <laughs> like a like subconscious connection or whatever like you wouldn't hear it unless i don't you know the word that i'm looking it. for it's definitely not what you were thinking of <laughs> but I guess we'll just go with cohesiveness again. Yeah. It creates that oh, yeah. Yeah, nice word. cohesiveness yeah. between the two. Yeah. Let's just keep saying cohesiveness. Um, cohesive. The sp yeah. is cohesive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cohesion. <laughs> I had another question. What was the second question? Did you answer the second? Yeah, you did. Yeah, did man. You? I, th- yeah, I think so. I, I was know. listening. Yeah, I was like. I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the movie. <laughs> I keep getting girl. distracted by the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very dramatic, hey. Yeah, a, yeah. You can yeah. tell a lot's happening. I think um, Emma Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling are having a uh, an affair. Someone's coming yeah. to get them now, though. Yeah. <gasps> um, and I think Emma Stone's husband is a gang boss. Yeah. And so Ryan uh, Ryan Gosling. Oh my gosh! Sort of, You've obviously seen this movie. <laughs> I, I haven't seen this for oh. a long time, but oh okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure. like they mean business. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. back to the music. Um, oh, Ryan Gosling just punched some dudes in the face. Yeah, I wouldn't whoa, pick... Oh, whoa, whoa. Oh, whoa, Ryan. I wouldn't come pick on. him to be a violent guy. I mean, it's a character that's not him. <laughs> yeah, but still, it's a nice established yeah. restaurant. Why would you... I just feel like Ryan like Gosling animal. wouldn't hold up in a fight. Like, he just doesn't seem... Yeah. I, yeah. I reckon I could take him. You know? yeah. I feel like he'd be really I fast I could though. Take him. I feel like he'd be a really yeah. fast runner. <laughs> yeah. She I suppose be. he is acting Kick now, him. so we don't really know what yeah. he's actually yeah. like. But, mm, you know, true. I feel like I have a fair judgment on his fighting capability. Yeah. Of course, you're an artist. Like yes. you <laughs> David, can exactly. I ask this question? Oh, yeah. Come yes. On. <laughs> let's, go right, let's go back to the business. business. Okay. So, for this upcoming single that you've hinted on um first of all do you want to tell us a little bit about what that track's about but also i was just wondering if does it follow in the same kind of um uh tone like the same kind of musicality as the the sp does is it a similar kind of vibe or is it a little bit different it's it's a bit different um it's kind of Look, I had a weird obsession with trap beats for a while just because it wasn't an Ooh. obsession. It was kind of like a hate as well because like every time I would turn on the radio, it was the same beat and like the same like... this next single. Yeah, <laughs> that would be the day. Um, <laughs> I just like hated hearing all this like auto-tune crap like over the same beat with like sprinkler hats and things like that and like the same <laughs> trap snare. And then, oh, someone's going to use like a sad Spanish guitar loop. Like haven't heard that before. Anyway. So I did you really make f- a song ironically and then decide yeah, man, that you wanted to release it? Yeah, man, it's like all ironic and like, no. <laughs> no, so I tried to kind of merge my sound into – I suppose I want to say a more modern sound, but like what the hell is a modern sound? But like, <laughs> um, it's kind of, 
uh, it's hard to explain. Look, okay, this isn't this is someone else's words, not mine, but someone described it as sexy. So Ooh, don't want to mm. say don't want to don't want to say anything wow, else other wow, than that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, bedroom music. Oh gosh, I'm like the least promiscuous person in the world, <laughs> and I've and I've produced a sexy song. Um, awesome. Yeah, so it's kind of yeah. I kind of wanted to get onto the post Malone train a little Ooh. bit. See, see, you know, because this is the other thing. Like I was looking up um, heaps of like uh, like weird rappers that are you know auto tune rappers. Like what's his right. name? Lil Lil Zan. If we think of him, mm. he's just a like twerp with like face taps <laughs> yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. He's like Niger. Just, I name don't know. A, just say little and then say a drug yeah. and it's one. Yeah, it's a yeah exactly. Yep. Little Panadol. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was like, wow, these like, so there's like, you know, like Kenny Beats, mm, um, yes. someone else, like, you know, like that kind of ring. Is the one. Is the one. Yes, he uh, is. Yes, he is. <laughs> he is the one. Continue. So whenever someone brings up Kenny Beats, I have to say that. But you, oh, may, yeah, you yeah. may continue. Engraved in my brain. Yep. Yeah. So like there's that guy, there's Murder Beats as well. I think mm. he makes a few beats for Drake or whatever. Anyway, mm. I went through a phase of like trying to like em- like make these beats as well. Because I was like, how hard can it be? And these guys are making like millions. I'm like, well, I know where my success is going to lie <laughs> in like yeah. making these terrible beats for like these massive musicians. <laughs> anyway, so I went down that road um, and then just kind of decided to put my own um, twist flavor. on it, mm-hmm. I suppose, flavor. No, I can hear that potential already because you mentioned with season finale, like it's quite an atmospheric vibe, which with Post Malone's tracks, it's often a very like atmospheric, synthy yeah. Very reverberant. It's a, um, it's kind a really of it's a really easy way Watery. to like convey a, men- a, a mention emotion. Mm, so like mm. if you just like I don't know some of my like previous uh, uh, produced songs and things like that, I would just whack the same reverb on everything, and I'm like, wow, this sounds great. Like a really airy synth or something that was playing like I don't know like a D minor or something like that, and I was like, wow, this is like so sad. This is so how they emotional. do it. Oh. Um, I just find that really easy to make, and that's why. Like when, I, and it's like easy to get emotion out of someone or like get someone to feel sad mm. if you just do this exact same thing. But obviously, there are different methods to doing this. Mm. So right. every time I like I hear something like that, I'm like, oh, this is so cheap. Like, this is just such a anyway. So I decided yeah, yeah. to do it. <laughs> <laughs> just, I just gave in. <laughs> I'm all for the money, man. <laughs> it's that idea of like you yeah. start, um, I've done it too, like start like making something and it's just like this is what everyone's doing at the moment it's like oh yeah oh this, this is, cool. is why they're this doing cool. it like yeah a hundred percent yeah that's kind of what happened with this song and i like even tried to rap like there's like this kind of verse Ooh. that's I, I would say it's fast mm. singing i wouldn't say it's rapping Ooh. um yeah because i was just Exciting. like well how hard can this be and then like once you once you get a, f- this is what they, they say, flow. Mm. Once you yep. get a flow, um, it's really fun. Like, it's just mm. super fun. Like, you obviously, like, you start off with words and then you're like, blah, 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 and then you just find kind of words that fit That's that. That's exactly how like, they do is, it. This yep. is, yeah. I'd they they say normally so say well. about one sentence Bass and the rest is just. And then this, then, or just repeat that sentence again <laughs> and again and again. And this one, I'm like, ooh, that's like on um, auditory. <laughs> she, she's got it. Like, wow. <laughs> I've cracked the formula. <laughs> Watch out, guys. 2021, we'll see yeah, Nick yeah, the Rapper. Yeah. Lil Mick. <laughs> Lil Mick. Lil Mick. This is actually pretty good. It's really good. Lil Mick, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Yep. When can we expect the uh, the new single to be mm. on its way? Yeah. More exclusive. Um, I'd say, I mean, 
this is a thing like I'm kind of in talks with a few people at the moment and they're all like oh what are you doing next and I'm like I don't really want to do anything for a little while until I have at least like a seven track album ready Mm. um that's just because I haven't really made too much music in the past six months I've just been like all over the place with like I mean like COVID as well. It's like you've been making furniture and tables. Yeah, I've been doing like yeah. other stuff, guys. Like yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you want me on this podcast. Like I'm not doing any music at all. <laughs> well, I'm a carpenter you to, now. <laughs> we, we brought you on to talk about tables, but you keep talking about your music, so it's just yeah. like yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, yeah, so I have all these songs are finished. Um, uh, like the writing process is all finished, but like production wise, I'm still getting there. So this single will be like released when I'm comfortable with the rest that's going to follow it mm. because I don't want to release a song. And then like, like three months later, I then release another song and then like another song. I'm just going to be like, here's a song. Here's maybe another single. Here's the rest of the album. It's not going to be mm. like this trickle thing because also it's like just really difficult to release music at the, at this time as well. Like you can't mm. go and play shows. You can't do launches or anything. I mean, you could probably, anyway, yeah, yeah, so before the end of the year, <laughs> if that's a good enough time frame. Mm. Um, and are shows, yeah. live shows something that you um, frequent? No, definitely no. not. Um, it's something that I would like to get into because I know you're trying to wrap up, but this is another massive subject for me. <laughs> I think Dave is trying um, to wrap up. I just keep asking questions. Yeah, so. that's all right. You can edit this later. <laughs> the, 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 the audience doesn't have to hear this. <laughs> anyway, like similar to um, like producing my own work, I'm like the same with performing. I don't really like anyone else on stage with me. As like, mm. I was mm. like a massive loner, but um, yeah. So I used to I used to do shows where I'd have uh, I'd be singing, I'd have my trumpet, I'd play guitar, piano, and I had like an SPD as well. Mm. And I'd try to kind of just yeah, yeah man, um, that because legit, it was that is it was like so SPD like. Yeah, I actually sold that. Um, <laughs> Those things, um, oh, they're beautiful. They're they're, they're pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so I used to do that, like, because like the, the plus side of producing your own music is you can just make your own live tracks as well. So obviously Mm. I play with a track over the top so I can just cut out kind of whatever I wanted to play. Um, but then, yeah, my brothers came to my shows and they were like, you're just doing too many things at the same time and no one really cares what you're singing about. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God. All right. Like they were like, you're not like, I don't really believe any of the music that you're playing. Like it's because you're too busy mm, concentrating on trying right. to do this correctly and trying not to Not engaging that. the audience yeah, enough. Right? Yeah. And so after that, I just went into doing just keyboard and singing or just like guitar and singing. And I was like, yeah, this is such a like, better way to perform. Like I find it so much more fulfilling. I mm. do do like a big show still. Like I did a show like beginning of the year at some time I, don't, I just remember it was really really hot um so it would have been like in yeah. january or something i did do like a i would say electronic show or whatever um but just with my keyboard and guitar mm. and just sang which was like heaps of fun um Sick. yeah i would like a band eventually like that'd be like it's just fun like i'd love to just narrow everything down to just singing but it's the same thing with the production like i'm like this is a horrible thing to say, but like if I was in the audience and I saw like a girl singing with like five guys on stage with her, I'd be like, wow, she didn't write any of these songs or like, you know, I don't Mm. really, you know, and that's like a horrible thing to think. Like there's just so much like prejudice behind that, but there's a reason because, because I would judge someone on that. I think people would judge me on that. 
So I'm just mm. a bit tentative, even though like it's probably the best option for me to be playing with like a band. Mm, um, yeah. Yeah. I think like, I think the reality is, is that most people don't care, but like 100% I can, to- I can totally see why yeah. you do though. Like I, yeah. I can totally see that. Um, yeah. And, and I think that you're right. I think that a lot of people would assume that you didn't mm. write them, but I'm not sure that they would think about that until they were asked. Yeah, exactly. And like, I wouldn't, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just not a very nice but thing. But I, I get why you would. I get why, you, especially yeah, like- there's reason, you know, there's meaning behind it. Yeah, but, in your know. in your situation, obviously, like you you feel like you've got something to prove. And so- Yeah, yeah, yeah I, exactly. I, that's, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I feel like I have to prove to people that I have done this myself mm. with nobody's help. Mm. Um, yeah. When in actual fact, like <laughs> everybody needs help. <laughs> yeah. Everybody needs, like you know, that's like deep. yeah, that's deep. yeah. That was my intention. So <laughs> you, did you do all the the mixing and mastering on the album as well? No. Oh, sorry, on the, the <laughs> see, that's the thing. Like, no, I did. I I I got it mixed by um, all the songs were mixed by the same person and mastered yeah. by the same person. Um, yeah, Antonia Gorchi Gorchi. Um, I think that's Shout how you say her name. Shout out. Yep. <laughs> Shout out to my girl. <laughs> anyway, nah, she she did it. Like I went into the mm. first two sessions. Like I'd never gotten anything mixed before just because, again, right. I just like mm. – I didn't really like the process of mixing either because every time that I'd like try to get someone to do it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, what are you doing? Like this is like when I right. get the product back, I'm like, this is so left of field. This is not mm. what I wanted to hear. Even though sometimes it's cool what they've done, but I'm just like this is not what the intention for the song was. Mm. But mm. each time I've done it with her, I'm like, this is exactly what I wanted to sound like. Wow, this sounds amazing. Oh, amazing. You yeah. haven't, it's great like, to find someone like that who's just on your way. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's like the value of a reference track as well. So like this is what I want it to sound like. Can you try and do this in the best mm, way possible? Mm, very true. And that's mostly just what I said to her. And then mastering is mastering. All right, David. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an opportunity here because I'm not gonna ask another question. So do you want to yeah, say anything? Yeah, you've been on rapid fire. Mark, Sorry, bro. I'm just like keep going, <laughs> keep going. Yeah. No, 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 that's fine. I think the the conversation has been quite enjoyable even like even though i was just like listening at some points but like very very good very good the last question that we usually ask for artists um when we do that artistry episodes is Mm. um in these um days and these circumstances um in the covid season like do you have any tips tricks or advice for listeners right now or um other artists fellow artists that you want to um share share some wisdom words of like advice yeah should you just start making tables and chairs or oh honestly yeah (laughs) um i think like the biggest thing that i need to take on board as well and i do tell this to a lot of like this is more like artist focused or like someone like creativity focused is yeah um the like thought of inspiration is like really really difficult So if I like sit down one day and I'm like, right, I'm going to write a really good song, it just never happens. And the thing I always say to people, I'm just like, you have to do it every single day and Mm. like force Mm. yourself to do it every single day for at least like half an hour, 20 minutes or whatever. And then something comes of it. It's like the Michael Jackson thing. Like would they have thought the second mix was good if they hadn't done the 50? And I'm Mm. like, well, would I have thought that this song was good if I hadn't written a hundred crap songs? Um, right. So yeah, I don't you brought know. Brought it back. <laughs> brought it back to Michael Jackson's story. Yeah, That's I planned nice. this. Um, 
yeah and I was talking to this guy who's like a writer and I was like oh that's cool like how like how's how's writing going um and he's like oh I just can't find any inspiration and I so I haven't written in like months and I'm like oh well you have you should try just writing anything every day even if it's like terrible like mm. one out of the hundred is probably going to be mm. good so mm. yeah mm. I need to take that on board as well though there's a <laughs> do yeah, as I, I say not as I do yeah. Yeah. I listen yeah. to a, a podcast by a guy called blind boy he's a he's a mm. um He's a dude and um, (laughs) he said this awesome thing which was like um, nothing is ever a failure if like you're writing to improve. So like it Mm. doesn't really matter if you stop focusing on the result and start looking at it as a process and like Mm. understand that failure is part of the writing process. Without your failures, you're not going to reach something good. Failure is like not getting back up. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So like writing something that doesn't end up being anything like – incredible and he said the times when you feel the the most um idea idealists um like no inspiration at all he said just Mm. pick something weird like pick a really weird sound and try and write a song with it and that really helps you get your like your inspiration back instead of trying to write something that's going to be your next single just write something Mm. yeah right right. pressure man it's a Mm. lot (laughs) but it's tough it's tough to put in those hours um oh yeah but then why are you an you artist if you don't want things to be tough? Yeah, Let's be real. Just do it for the music. Yeah. Like, come on. Are you really an artist? What are you in it for? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's dope. That's uh-huh. some, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah that's no, some good advice. Wisdom. It's yeah, a great yeah, way thanks. to top off thank what's you. been a really enjoyable conversation. Uh, Mick, Indeed. thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for talking to David oh, and I. Thanks for having me. Um, it's been yeah. chill. Yeah. It's been nice. This has felt almost tan and chill at times, David. What do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, it was a mix mixture of... Um, different um segments that we have on the show but definitely enjoyable i feel like we didn't we didn't end up talking about your music as much as as maybe we i i'd hoped but we ended up talking about some really cool like conversation (laughs) topics anyway so um yeah like let us know when you're releasing your single and and we'll share Mm -hmm, it on mm -hmm. uh, on our platform with our our billions of um followers exclusive Yeah, Yeah. yeah yeah no same we look forward to oh does it have a name does the song have a name it does. Can you share share that? It's called pacing. Ooh, Ted so exclusive. Like yeah. Pacing. Exclusive. Look forward to hearing <laughs> about pacing. It may be a little bit of time. It may be a bit of time, but yeah. um, look we out for that. it. And yeah, if you haven't yeah. checked out the the single, go check it out definitely. Um, the single. Show show her SoundCloud love too. Uh, she made a mix tape. Yeah, the OGs. M-I-K mix oh, tape. I did too. Hey. True. True. Forgot yeah, about that. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Same. But yeah, the single is <laughs> a it's a titular single. It's called Mick Six uh, I keep saying six 69. nine. Six nine. <laughs> That's the intention though. So that yeah. Anyway. There you go. That was the foundation of I was wondering whether it was yeah. nine six were you born in nine six. I was born in nine six, yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> original. I was born in sixty nine. It's the only thing I could <laughs> yeah. think of that was anyway. No anyway, story to that. <laughs> Mick nine six. Go check it out by Mick96. You got Company, Water Me, Season Finale. My personal favorite is Water Me. David, what's your personal favorite? I think Water Me is my favorite too. But it's a toss up between that and um I don't know. I like I like Company too. Company mm, same, feels same. very 
Yeah. I hate season for now. I'm joking. I like it too. Yeah, I'm that's fine. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> no, She's got to be like a loser in every winner. I like, I like all three. <laughs> I like all three. No, they're all they're all good. Um, <laughs> check out her. Check out her music video for season finale as well. Mm, it's cool. I feel it's like chill. that that gave a lot of like Stella Donnelly vibes too. Mm. Like um, like, homemadeness. Yeah, mm. homemadeness, the dancing. But it's cool. It's got it's got that like deliberate awkwardness. It's like Yeah, yeah. yeah. Deliberate. Yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally deliberate. Yeah. No, but like uh, I, I'm sure it the was. Choreography. Like, yeah. You weren't, you weren't the only one doing it. It was just like this whole thing and just like, yeah, like Ooh. we're recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was cool. I, I liked it. It was oh, chill. Gosh. Mm-mm. Thank you very much. Okay, last thing before we Ooh. before we close is, um, do you have? Can you this time? This is your time to plug mm, any socials true. or places that people can find you and follow you. Oh, uh, so sell yeah. yourself like you love to do. Yep, sell I, yourself. I feel like we've had this conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the only real place that I'll post properly is in Instagram, which is underscore M-I-K-9-6. That's, I feel nice. like a bingo caller. <laughs> M-I-K. That's the ultimate, like, career path, <laughs> bingo caller. If this doesn't anyway. work out, then that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the next I know stop. what's next, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, Perfect. yeah, underscore. Because yep. Mick96 was taken. Mm. That, oh. Yeah. So, sorry Damn. about that. Mm. Well, thank exclusive. you for coming on. It's been a, yeah, yeah. yeah there's, there's the exclusive. Um, <laughs> go check out the music, go check out and give, um, give her a follow at, at underscore Mick nine six. I said it right. That's the this one. Time. Nailed it. Good. Nailed it. Great job. Mick, thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> thanks for having me. Thanks Mick. All right. It's been real. David, are you good? I'm good. Are you good? No, I'm Jack. Oh, he oh. got oh. you there. He got you there. Man, you got me. Got you good. Damn that. All right. Thanks for joining us on another week of Tan Artistry. We'll catch you guys next episode. Peace. Peace. Say peace. Say peace, me. Say peace. Peace.